Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share Top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' Top 8 Movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his Top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition Top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top eight list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore eight underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back everybody to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. My name is Owen Morgan. I'm sat down with my co-host Jessica Rose Johnson and we talk about all about films through the power of Top 8 Lists. Welcome back everybody. If you're regular listeners, welcome if it's your first time and you just particularly love animation because that's what we're talking about today. Combination of sort of adult-based animation and children animation, all that kind of stuff. So it's quite different for us actually. It's just, you know, we've done a few niche things and this isn't that niche, it's animation, but you know, we're two, you know, two adults, 30s and 40s, um, talking about adult stuff. You know what I mean? So it's our chance to uh, throw in some childlike fun along the way. So, Jess, are you, uh, are you into your animation? Are you a kids film watcher at any age? What's the story? I do. I like it. Um, I actually, uh, spoiler for my list, every movie on my list I've seen at least 10 times. <laughs> And I would probably still watch it tomorrow. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of feel-good stuff. And, you know, a shameless ad- admittance, I have cried to many of Disney movies, right? So I think there's still, like, some very heartfelt stories. And, yeah, I like them. It's a good, good change-up from a lot of the movies we see a lot in the movie theaters now. And I think there's still some, like, some adult jokes or maybe some adult messages even in our animation movies for our kids yeah i think you're right because obviously like obviously i watched kids stuff when i was a kid uh but then in my 20s when i was like running my business and i was single and just having a great time i had a of free time on my hands you know i'd be going to the cinema constantly i worked at cinemas for about three four years maybe even five actually altogether so i used to get a free tickets so i just watched like four films a week i was constantly in the cinema so i'd be watching everything because i had to fit it you know if there's only four films released that week or five i was well watch them all so i was watching the kids stuff so i'd go on when the kids are in school i'd go in at like 11 a.m there's just no one else there it's just me and some random couple or whatever in the front of the screen or whatever so um they, i used to love doing that watching all that stuff then i didn't watch anything and then my stepson came along and we've just been smashing through all of the classics that, you know, me and Jess would have grown up with. And then all the new stuff, getting to see what it's all about. I guess maybe there's more chance that I've seen new stuff, Jess, than you, because I'm having to watch it for him. So uh, let's see if that influences our list anymore. That'd be really interesting. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this unfolds. So as always on the show, guys, we will um, reveal the four lists. So this is the... Uh, highest grossing and then it's my list jess's list and then a listener of the show eric's list so we're really excited um, we haven't had many people send lists that we don't know that well it's always my friends it's been really lovely to connect with eric and um, and put his um yeah his passion for film out there as well so thank you eric it's really, really cool really grateful 
So we'll start with you, Jess, who's going to let us know a little bit more about the top eight highest grossing animations of all time in dollars. Uh, they're all in the billions. So you don't even have to say billions if you don't want to, because they all have absolutely made a lot of cash. Um, do what you want. It's your list, in theory. So to you, Jess, tell us all about the masses and how they watch their kids' films. All right. So top eight here in the eighth spot, Toy Story 3. 1.06 in the seventh spot beating itself out toy story 4 with 1.07 in the sixth spot with a nice little bump minions 1.1 in the number five spot incredibles number two with 1.24 in the fourth spot frozen 1.29 in the third spot, the Super Mario Brothers, 1.3. In the number two spot is Frozen 2 with 1.4. And in the number one spot, the live action remake of The Lion King with 1.6. Thank you very much. And I love your extended pitch for frozen i think that is a <laughs> spoiler alert um but yeah thank you it's uh as always with the highest grossing we talked about this in the last show you know it's more obvious than i think most people could probably have created that just by guessing uh, well actually no saying that i'm surprised toy story one and two aren't in there i find it interesting how these films over time cultivate more of an audience but that same audience doesn't go back but i guess if they did go back they'd be watching it on streaming wouldn't they they wouldn't go back they wouldn't be in the cinema so i think it just must build up momentum i'm presuming because frozen is lower than frozen 2 which i just find weird um but at the same time i get it because the next generation of kids have just found out haven't they so it's obviously going backwards anyway that's just me can i get off my um high horse about that <laughs> but we'll talk a little bit about it just initially super mario brothers is like absolutely smashing it i've just been like tracking its progress it's just it's not even been out very long it's insane so i feel like i need to watch it i used to love playing mario kart when i was a kid so there's something in it for me uh that and lion king the only two i haven't seen um i feel like i really need to watch lion king because it's again smashing it has to be done i think um it's like the um avengers end game of of uh disney live action films i think um but other than that yeah frozen one and two were really, really good uh, Incredibles 2, I'm not a big fan of Incredibles, it's okay, um, but well done. Minions, it's it's alright for a bit, and then they just get a bit annoying for a while. <laughs> the only bit I like is when they do Illumination at the beginning of credits. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, I'm not like, woo, get the list. It's, um, it's, it's nice, it's nice. What are your thoughts? I'm surprised that there isn't more diversity. Like, you have two Toy Stories on there, you have both Frozens, and yes, clearly I'm a Frozen fan. I was a little biased there, but I don't know. I feel, a part of me feels a little let down that there's two, two, two Toy Stories and two Frozens on there. Um, I'm also, ironically, I think this is probably a first ever. I, too, those are the only two I haven't seen, is the Super Mario Brothers and the Lion King live action. I'm just, I'm shocked. It would be really cool. I mean, you bring up a good point. It would be really cool if there was some way to be like, okay, they got the box office, but the most sold like DVDs or the most bought or watched on 
you know, streaming services, because now that we have the streaming services, it's probably a lot harder to tell or track. You don't go off of like sales because you've already bought into the streaming service. But maybe that's an interesting way too. It's like, what is the, the top eight most watched on streaming services? And if I watch Frozen five times, does it get counted five times? I'm just going to say it. It should, but hey. <laughs> Yeah, not too sure I can let that slide on the show. But <laughs> look, there's free franchises there that aren't featured. And I think if you did what you said, and you let's see if you let's see which free franchises you think I think should be there. Let's have a little mini quiz, guys. Give me the free non-Disney things that aren't featured here. They've got loads of movies. I think one of the biggest animated ones that I think of is Shrek. Which is also like multiple movies. Um, hmm. One with a squirrel chasing nuts. Well, kind of a squirrel anyway. Is it a squirrel? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> Ice Age. Ice Age. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, Ice Age. That's another great one. And um, then uh, there's one with uh, a giraffe and a lion. Oh. Zebra. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> An African country. Yes. Begin with them. Madagascar. Oh. So yeah, those three are missing from the list, and that makes me That's... a little sad. That's what I'm going to say. That is. Those are three great ones too. Like, you know. Yeah, not Should to mention Frozen and Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, and all the Transylvanias as well. They're really awesome. Because um, that is essentially what set up. Oh no! Hang on, it wasn't. What was the one with Gru that set up set up? Oh, the Despicable Me. Yeah, that's not on there either. Yeah. But anyway, let's see if any of those going to pop up a little bit later on in our lists. Yeah. But yeah, that was the highest grossing industry one, um, which is just fine. But let's let's do this properly. Here we go. This is my top eight animations of all time. They're all kids' films. Everybody I know, um, Jess and Eric have got some more sort of mature, cool. <laughs> adult animation but i haven't seen any of them so can't really do that so this is a combination of old new and everything in between so my eighth place is my favorite old school disney which is sword in the stone so i love that as a kid i watched it multiple times and i have so many fun memories of the dancing um dancing plates i think that's the film with the dancing plates and the teapot i think dancing i think uh in seventh well hey that'll do donkey it's shrek um i could have put any of them in there before i go with the first one because it was groundbreaking stuff and then naughty i took the cat out of shrek and put it into its own position puss in boots is in sixth because he is the best animated cat of all time i don't care what the poll said that i did on instagram puss in boots is the best cat in the hat dr seuss fine but come on it's definitely him in fifth place is inside out because it's absolutely amazing pixar's awesome i love psychology i love what it is to cope with life and your emotions and everything i love the fact that they taught kids that it's so cool it's so cool that's when pixar like we are really going to start teaching kids good stuff whilst making fun films along the way well done pixar kind of little cry about it it's so powerful then in fourth place, we've got a bit of cheeky Christmas. I'm not a Christmas guy, but After Christmas is bloody amazing. And one of the best Christmas films ever made, animation-wise. So why would it not feature? F 
free gets absolutely nowhere near enough credit hardly anyone's seen it it breaks my heart it's disney pixar's soul it's so gorgeous and so beautiful and so moving it's just amazing go and watch it guys for god's sake it's so good two is i can't say it without doing the voice everyone here we go wally so wally is in two because he i don't care what the instagram poll says wally is the cutest robot ever and he's such a legend and he's so kind um and all humans as they live like wally did will be really kind beautiful beings too so wally's in there i can't tell you why i'm absolutely obsessed with my number one spot tangled i talked about it in previous episodes um it, I, it's just so good it was such a good portrayal of a female character it's funny it's silly it's got action in it it's feel good i could watch it so many times tangled so good and will always be my number one animation unless pixar pulls something out of the bag and i'm glad because it isn't pixar so i'm really glad that i managed to find one that would uh, would etch them out which is really really good because they are taking over the world as we know so there's loads of other ones as well to be honest but that's my eight so jess what i really want to know because you've got your list is really cool too are there any on there you're like oh god that's like my ninth and tenth oh i'm so sad yeah, let's start with that really lovely sentiment wally and i love that you said it in the wally voice i was so excited i um when i was creating my list i thought about it and i kind of hemmed and hawed i i would say at least ninth if not, I I don't know. I don't know if I would swap it for one on my list, but Wally is just, I love Wally. And my dad loved Wally. So he actually had this little, you know, like the little tie beanie babies with the Wally. And when he would travel for work, Wally was like his little guy. And he'd take him with him, like take pictures and then come back and like show me the pictures of like Wally's travels while he worked. And so it was just, that's another like cool little fun thing that I love about the movie. But I think you bring up a good point. Like if everybody was just so loving, like Wally. Oh. I will say there are three movies, three on your list that I have not seen. Two are on my to be seen list and it's Inside Out and Soul. Those have been on my list. I've heard great things from so many people about them and I haven't seen Arthur Christmas, but it's kind of like, oh, maybe if I see it, I see it, you know, um, with it not being a huge Christmas person. But I think you have a great list. I remember Sword in the Stone as a kid. Shrek is great. I'll give you props for pulling the cat out. <laughs> um, and I do love Tangled too. Also a, a sweet story. And I love the lanterns and her purple dress because it's my favorite color. But um, I think a really good list. And you have a nice variety in the list too. So that's really fun. Well, thank you very much. I feel very good about myself right now. Uh, but obviously we need to mention Eve from, or Eva from all Eva. Because, you know, she was a big part of it too. And she's she's amazing uh it's a pretty weird conversation we're having about animated characters but hey that's the point you know if they pull us in they would be on our list because they're actually well-written characters um and that's testament to the um the illustrators and the creators of the film congratulations um so yeah i'll leave it there um let's uh yeah let's check out your your list yes i'm excited because i know it's a little bit different so um yeah let's jump in So as I mentioned earlier, these are movies I've seen at least 10 times, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. But Romeo and Juliet is in my number eight spot. 
it is the tale of Romeo and Juliet, but told through gnomes. And I love gnomes. I actually had a ceramics class and we had to tell a story with two 12 by 12 ceramics. And I did the Romeo and Juliet story. And if you've seen the movie, you'll understand if you haven't, maybe it's a spoiler, but it went in pre-fight, but it blew up in the kiln. So it came out post-fight. So it totally still worked. Got an A. Woop woo. Exciting. <laughs> Number seven is Up. I love the story of Up. I remember my, my parents when it came out, they loved it so much too. And now it's even more sentimental. And one day, Andrew and I, we were we were sitting at the bar top at brunch and that's what was on the TV was up and we're both just like crying at the scene where the man and the woman is telling their story and we're just like crying and everyone's kind of looking at us like okay these adults just crying with this kids movie but so beautiful so beautiful okay and the sixth spot aristocrats i will find myself singing along <laughs> um i just think it's such a cute movie and i love cats and one of the lines in there, they talk about shipping him off to Timbuktu. I say that all the time. So that's where that comes from. In the fifth spot, The Rescuers. I'm kind of cheating. There is a couple movies, but you can't really, like, their story's great. It's these little mice. So it's like a the UN, but with mice. And they go out and they save people. It's a cute story. I have in the number four spot, Robin Hood. I love the story of Robin Hood. And I think... This is my favorite Robin Hood is the animated version as well. In the third spot, another favorite, The Great Mouse Detective, which is the animated version of Sherlock Holmes, told through mice. Beautiful. In the number two spot, Aladdin. Um, that was one of my all-time favorites growing up as a kid. But in the number one spot, which beats it out, my all-time favorite, another reason I want to dye my hair black, which... I later did in life, it didn't look good, but Mulan. I just loved Mulan so much, and I just, I, I still love it. I, uh, Mulan, the animated, Mulan, the live action, whichever, but we're here for animated. So those are my top eight animated that I have seen way too many times, <laughs> but I love them all so much. Thank you very much. And you tied it in nicely with a previous episode where we talked all about uh, Aladdin live action and how you know what they've done with Disney and how they've upgraded it and tweaked it and all that so go back as to the last episode where we talked about the best films of 2019 we had a really cool chat about that and you talked a lot about Mulan as well how much you love it so you're sticking again authentically to what you know to be true which is lovely um yeah I love it yours is much more classic than mine which I really appreciate you know I sort of forget about all the cool mouse related stuff and even rat stuff like ratatouille um they do well with the uh the furry guys and the rodents and whatnot as well but um you know i feel like if i'd gone back and watched some of these they could have made it in actually uh, i'd say up would probably be like my number nine so you know because that again is very emotionally um provocative in the most beautiful way which is great now no and juliet i'm now thinking number one is that british is it british could be that makes me excited if it is and i'm i don't know why but i have a feeling that jason statham might do one of the voices and if he does i'm gonna get jess to do some cheeky behind the scenes um live checking while i look at some more of the list um yeah the good thing about something like robin hood is that like you can watch all like the versions of it which aren't animated and have the animated one i love the fact that there's plenty of options and some of this stuff isn't it 
going to change it all. But Jess, tell us more about your research on Romeo and Juliet. Okay, I'm like, this totally blows my mind next time I watch this movie. So yes, Jason McAvery is Nomeo, while Emily Blunt is Juliet. And you are right, your man, Jason Statham, plays Tybalt. And now I'm going to go back and watch that movie and like think of him as that character. I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense now. <laughs> so, uh, so fun. And um, they do have a lot of uh, British actors in there, Ozzy Osbourne's in there, and of course Elton John is featured and his beautiful music in the movie. So, yeah, it's how sweet. Now I've now I've just remembered that Jason Statham's voice is in it. I now might need to go back and change my list because mm -hmm. Jason's involved. It's mm -hmm. suddenly gone in. Um, you no, know, that's such. A, it's such a yeah. I remember how cool that film was, but it's one of those films that kind of like. People just they watch it and then they kind of get distracted by all the other franchises, don't they? And these films get forgotten about, and it's really sad. So, yeah, big up Romeo and Juliet. Go and watch it, guys. Big up, ah, little pun there for the one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I've pretty much covered all of that stuff, and I love it. They're so different. I can't wait to see how people are going to vote, guys. You're going to go for B or C. It's very interesting. They're so different. I think traditionalists are going to go for you, Jess. And then maybe like the ones with kids right now might go for mine because it's so recent in their mind. That That's my psychology um, experiment put out there into the world. So, we'll see. so yeah, thank you very much. That was really fun. Okay, let's check out Eric's list. So this is very different again. This is going to be really tough for you guys, I think. There's something for everybody in all lists, which is really cool. So it's a lot more sort of adult stuff featured here and thank you eric because you've given us all the dates because that's actually quite useful especially like the transformer one that we're going to say first so thanks for putting the dates on that was really cool okay in eighth place we've got transformer the movie which was in, released in 1986 so i was three years old in seventh position is spirited away that's a brilliant film 2001 an american tale is in its sixth spot 1991 Toy Story is in at five, uh, where it all began for Pixar, pretty much. 1995, Waltz with Bashir at 2008. Uh, the original Lion King, so it's really nice to have the original on today's show. 1995, The Iron Giant, which is an absolutely immense shout. That's a little bit like Romeo and Juliet. It gets lost in the shuffle. And it's brilliant. 1999, and Akira, which is very, very well known in these circles of animation in 1988 um yeah very cultured very classic and um shows what's on offer for people out there all ages really, really cool so what's your thoughts jess there are a couple movies on there that i have not seen oh my goodness eric do not shun me <laughs> but i think this has some good classic ones in there too like i said an american tale the iron giant those are very beautiful classic ones and i I, I just, again, I love so much the format that we're doing because it does give, it does give some light to a lot of these movies that maybe have been shadowed or maybe forgotten, like Spirited Away, another, just all beautiful, beautiful stories. So I'm going to have to do a little bit more looking up on the two I haven't seen. Ooh, and it's the Waltz with, Waltz with Bashir and the Akira. Is that what you said? Akira? Yeah, yeah. I really encourage, honestly, everybody. Spirited Away and Akira, go and check them out. Certainly, a Spirited Away it was um, of its time, just uh, so different, and just blew people away. Really, 
just it's beautiful it's beautiful so i really encourage people to do that so yeah thank you Eric. that was really really cool um, i wish we could say more but there's lots on there we haven't seen but um yeah there's some stuff on there that i love but didn't quite make mine so this is your chance guys to head over to instagram check out the poster or the trailer that come out on different days where you can vote for a b c or d it's got our names on there so just pop in the comments put your letter and if you really want to just say, oh, my God, I love that film. So, you know, I'm sure you're all going to say, oh, Wally, yay. I'm sure you will. Maybe put a, is there a Wally emoji? Because you can all put like, Wally in the comments. That'd be really fun. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to sway the vote or anything. Because, you know, I've got one of the nine. So, hello. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, go and vote, guys. Uh, we'd be really grateful for that. And we will announce the results in episode four. 30. I can still say that. Sometimes I accidentally say it and it's not actually going to feature. This will definitely feature in episode 30 uh, where we have polls and quizzes and I, and I announce my top eight currently seen. I'm watching an insane amount of films right now. It's constantly changing. It's very fun. And I'm really sorry for anybody that doesn't make it to my top eight. It's been recently out. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. We will be back next time where we're going to be looking at Tom Cruise. So we're going sort of looping back around to doing an actor, which is always really, really, really fun. And then the one after that, just to keep people hooked in, 2023 films of the year. That's going to be amazing. All fresh content, fresh movies. And let's see who did what. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we will see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. Your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs>